Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to another episode of Beaks Corner. It's your boy Beaks. Back in the building, you know the routine. We're out here, we're rolling, and we are moving. Yo, happy new year. Happy, happy new year. 2020's here. Um, shout out to you guys that are still listening, that are still, you know. Yeah, I need to start filling it with this shit. Um, yeah, listen, start, shout out to everyone that's been listening, tuning in, following. Um, look, 2020 is supposed to be a bright year, man. It's going to be a a good year for us to even progress, man. I'm trying to take this forward. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Uh, obviously, catch us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're, we're there. We are there. We upload. We are there. Do you get me? Um, but yeah, man, um, I hope everyone had a good New Year's. I hope everyone had a good Christmas. It's now back to reality. Everyone's going back to work. Uh, everyone's now getting back into the routine. Bruv, um, been a really festive period. I enjoyed myself with the family. Uh, shout out to everyone as well that are just doing their thing. Unfortunately, for that, for those who didn't make it into the new year, God rest their souls. Um, you know, tragic events happen. People get carried away. But, you know, it's maybe it's not their time to see the new year. So condolences to their families. But, bro, it's a new year. Um, yeah, man, we just got to... Bruv, you know when things are just outside and people just want to make noise? You're here recording and it's just... Yeah, let's just make noise. Stupid, bruv. Anyways, look, let's, anyway, let me not get distracted. Shout out to everyone that's listening. Uh, catch me on the socials at Beaks Corner. That's for Instagram. And at Beaks underscore Corner, that's for Twitter. Um, very active. I'm always interacting with others. Um, this one was going to be a tough one. Uh, it was going to be a tough one recording. Uh, you know, L's, L's had, to, I had to swallow, you know, a big L during the week because there was so much football but um you know what can i say but listen it is what it is transfer windows open you know i just thought i put it out there everyone's gonna be talking who's gonna be getting who who's linked with who um you know if you are avid football fan you would know like united will be linked with every player no matter who it is it'll be every player even a player even league one will be linked to it's just that's just how it is isn't it um unfortunately but yeah uh listen shout out to everyone man i can't wait like to dive into this but listen this one's gonna be a special one it's 2020 yeah i thought you know what fuck it let me do like a special one you know, this weekend, obviously, it's FA Cup. And I'm not really going to... Bruv, there's too much, too much to cover on FA Cup. So, I ain't going to really be, you know, such and that. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I'm going to be easy with that. I'm not going to touch on FA Cup like that. I'm just probably going to brief it and be like, all right, who's playing who and whatnot in the Premier League. But other than that, what's there to cover? I might as well just cover, you know, the Premier League. And, you know, what's what's happened so far this season... Who, who's been performing, who hasn't been performing, um, what to expect for the next half of the season. I mean, so much is going to happen. Um, it's pretty obvious that we all know who's going to probably win the league, but who's actually going to be in top four? That's one question. Who's end up? Who's going to end up getting relegated? That's another question. You know, everything's just tight. The league's been poor this season. And yeah, man, it's, it's just, there's just so much things to discuss. Maybe I might not cover all of it, you understand, but in in order to get as much as information and, and as much uh, opinions I can put in, that'll be great. It's great for you listeners. So, yeah, man, let, let's just uh, take it as we 
as we go, innit? You understand what I'm saying? Um, yeah, obviously, I think we, yeah, we did cover the last, the last few games. Um, but obviously there was games on New Year's Day. Uh, and trust me, when there was, when I saw all the games, everything was on BT. I was like, yeah, you know what? Football all day, fuck it. You understand what I'm saying? So it is what it is. Um, shout out to BT, they did their thing as well, you know, covering all the games, you could watch any game, try did what Amazon Prime did, so it is what it is, other, other sporting channels, boy, they're going to be left behind if they don't catch, if they don't change their ways, that's all i got to say, do you get me, but it is what it is, um, bruv, I'm just going to dive into it, the biggest game um, of the, of the festive period so far, it was Arsenal versus Man United, now, guys, I say this all the time, you know the type of fan I am. I'm a, I'm a United fan, but I'll be honest as fuck, innit? Do you get me? And I'm going to be real. Uh, Arsenal versus Man United. Arsenal 2, Man United 0. Even just saying that, it's just a, a bit, it's really, really painful. It's really, really, really painful. But what can what can I say, innit? It's just one of them things. Um, bro, from the get-go, innit? Like, Arsenal wanted it more. They had an extra spring in their step. Um, we went there with one game plan. And it's the same game plan that Oli knows, and that's the counter-attack. There's no plan B. There's no, uh, who do I bring on and whatnot. But we'll, we'll get on to that. Um, obviously, Arsenal scored the first goal. Um, it was Nicolas Pepe. And it had to be him, innit? Like, I've been grilling my man. I've been saying, he ain't doing this. He's cost 70-odd bloody million and whatnot. Even on a WhatsApp group, I'm always slewing Arsenal fans. You understand what I'm saying? It doesn't matter. I'm just always slewing them, innit? Because they just talk the most. And I'm sure United give it to them as well. And they must hate us. But that's what makes that that rivalry. Even how bad we are, we have our rivalry. It's just there, innit? But um, when Pepe scored, I knew, yeah, I was on the ropes and I was in trouble. And I had to come on here and say, look, listen, hands up. You, you got the goal, innit? Fair play to my man, innit? And he stepped up when he when it was needed. And this was a game that he ended up stepping on. So f- fair, play to, f- fair play to him. Uh, really good goal. United just slept, man. It, it just looked like United had too much fun on New Year's. That's what it looked like. And um, we got punished for that. And fair play, fair play to Arsenal. And... Uh, the second goal was from a set piece. It was, it was a corner. And I just knew. I just knew. I said, fucking hell, corner. Um, <clears throat> we concede. Because um, Arsenal are dangerous from corners. They've now scored eight goals uh, uh, via corners. So you just knew they were a big threat. I mean, they got Socrates. They got David Luiz there. You know that, that it's it's a major threat. And it, 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 it was... Uh, it was inevitable, and it end, it ended up being Socrates who ended up getting the second goal for Arsenal. So, you know, uh, Arsenal had more energy. They had an extra spring in their step. Um, they've had more energy since Arteta take, uh, has taken over. That's that's what it, that's what it's looking like. They've got you know more to their game. You know, players that you don't really expect to have energy had energy. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, and. Uh, Bruv, I'm not even going to fault the whole 11. Arsenal were the better side. And, you know, as much as it pains me, we we deserve that. We we United deserve that. They, they, they lack luster. It's just, they were just there. They were just, it was like they were just, it's like they just didn't care, innit? Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, you know, when I was watching that game, I, I noticed the fullbacks were getting doubled up, especially Bamba Saka, you know, 
you realise one-on-one you can't take him on. What do I do? Double up. Fair play to Arteta. That's what he said. You know, I'm going to double up on my man. And it worked. And uh, Wan-Bissaka had to work hard. He was working hard. And what I don't appreciate is Arsenal fans now talking crud, saying Wan-Bissaka shit. Whereas you use the tactic in, in, in order to nullify my man. You know, in order to get the, in order to beat him. Don't mean he's shit. You know that he's a very good defender. He's, he's, a, he's a defensive fullback. One of the best defensive fullbacks to say... And you lot are talking crud. We know you won. Yeah, we know you won. You, man, keep doing your thing. I ain't got no qualms with you, man. But, you know, bring yourself back down to earth. You're moving as if, like, you know, it's it's everything's all going to change. Because the moment it happens and you start losing games, you're all going to turn on my man. But we'll leave that for another day. I know what I'm saying. You guys know what I'm saying as well. But, yeah. Anyways, Arsenal had that energy. Arsenal had that win. They were running their socks off, running, running, running. And I'm sure maybe another extra 15 minutes, may, just maybe we might have, you know, got a goal or even an equaliser. Because the energy that they were using, they were dropping like flies. So I see Torreya go down. Then I see Lacazette go down. I'm thinking, rah, they were just pressing, hunting like wolves, bruv, in a pack. And they weren't, you know, sleeping anytime soon, bruv. They were just going and going until they fucking pull a muscle. And... You know, that's what happens. Um, fair play fair play to Arsenal, but um, it is what it is, isn't it? This one hurts me, man. Uh, losing to you, man. I, honestly, I really hope we catch you in Europa. That's how mad it is. Like, that's that's the revenge I want. I really hope we catch you in Europa, even if we, you, you know, I just want that. Just to say, all right, cool, I'm, I'm calm. Because it just, I, 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 I'm, it's mad because I'm supposed to be impartial, isn't it? I'm supposed to be... This guy who comes on the podcast and whatnot, but that that one hurt, man. I know I have to take the L, but oh man. And then you got and then you got my brother who came on the podcast not long ago, talking crud, calling me as soon as possible. You know when Arsenal lose, man, not call him. You know I don't even call him. I just leave him there in it. I let him do his thing. Man called my line. You know, hey, I said all right, cool. Say no more. You man, keep doing your thing in it. Um, Arsenal are now four Premier League games unbeaten against United, so. You know, they're, you know, they're doing their thing, bruv. Arsenal are doing their thing. United need to fucking wake up. Um, but we'll see how the season goes for Arsenal. What they try to aim for. Whether they're in a relegation scrap or they're fighting for top uh, top four or top six. I don't know. But we'll see, you know, do you understand? Um, as for United, bruv... Like I said, it looked like they had too much fun on New Year's. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Um, the only one that played well for me was Fred. And when Fred you know, I've been I've been I'm been kind of harsh on Fred, but he's been the most consistent player for the past over the past several weeks. And it looks like taking him out of the team might be a a, a bad idea. So he is the man right right now in, in, in the middle. Our problem is our midfield. We've got no one to say, alright, cool you know, take that ball, thread a ball through or create something or whatnot. Do you understand? McTominay's injured. Looks like Pope is going to be out for another six weeks. I feel sorry for him because these times everyone's having a go at my man as if like he's done something wrong. The guy's injured, bruv. What do you want my man to do? You know, he's injured, but you lot are still scrutinizing him. You're still fucking, you know, saying he's this, he's that. Bruv, the brother is injured. Let him be. Let him be. Yeah. Um, Matic legs are done. I know Matic had a few good games since he's been back, but his legs are over, you know? And it's just like, bruv, like, who do we actually have? Gardner is what? 
He's too he's too young. He's man, there's no experience there. Pereira wants to be Pereira. He does Pereira things. And when I say that, it's just Pereira does what Pereira wants to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's just it's just quite frustrating for United. There's no one in midfield, and really and truly, they need to think, be thinking of recruiting uh, midfielders in January. But you know, my my problem is 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 so shy, bruv, because I know I've said, uh, you know, United are gonna back him and do whatever. But it's just quite frustrating, bruv. Like, I'm, we've just lost to Arsenal. And your ear showing teeth on, you know, on on after the game when you, they interview me, you, you know, and it's just. Uh, I'm just thinking, bruv, what the fuck is going on? Why are you showing teeth? One thing what Van Persie said, didn't it, uh, after the game on BT Sport, he said, he, he looks like a nice guy, but I wouldn't be scared after I know we've just lost. I wouldn't be scared. I'd just be like, yeah, you know, he's a nice guy. It's all right. Next game. I don't see no threat. I don't see no angle. I, I don't care if these, lot, if these players are saying, yeah, he's got a mean streak in him. I don't care, bruv. I don't care. I want, I want managers to be pissed. You know, I want them to be angry, show some emotion. You man, you're showing teeth, bruv. What are you showing teeth for, bruv? You just lost to Arsenal. You understand? So it's that shit's quite, it's quite annoying, bruv. Like, and the his win, his win percentage ratio is ridiculous, bruv. Yeah, bruv. Moyes has a higher win percentage than Solskjaer, and we didn't even give, uh, uh, we didn't even give Moyes this much time. Do you get what I'm saying? It's just, bruv. It's all long, and bruv, United need to fucking wake up because teams are going past them left, right, and center, and you we'll just end up as a mid-table team if if this carries on. It's just long, bruv. I like I know we're we're at a level where we are now, but if we if things don't improve, it's just gonna be dangerous, bruv. And it's it's bruv, it's quite annoying how how things are going to pan out, especially even just in general, like this month, right? Man United have got Wolves of, uh, uh, over the weekend in the FA Cup. You know, going going to Molyneux is actually long. Like, I don't even think we've beaten them since they've been since they've been up uh, at their grounds. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's quite tough. And considering what players are you going to play that are going to match up to their energy, this is a team that went Anfield and nearly got a fucking point. Yeah? They beat City the other day. What makes you, what makes us special? Do you understand? And on top of that, after that, all right, cool. After that, we got Norwich. We need to start winning these type of games. But, you know, th- when I say this month is a tough one, Man City, yeah, in, in the in the League Cup semi-final, right? And then we got to play Liverpool as well this month. You can understand the frustration. Like, as a United fan, this is quite worrying, bruv, because I don't even see where or how we, we do well in certain things. Bruv, Honestly, this is where pressure lands on Solskjaer, bruv. Pressure's going to land on him. If we start losing our games this month, it's a wrap, bruv. United need to start thinking, bruv, we need to bring someone in who know, who has experience. This don't, don't have experience like this, bruv. And I've never wanted to speak ill about my man because he's a legend. But, you know, you got to be real when you got to be real. Donny ain't doing shit for Man United. I'm not going to lie. I ain't got time to be... Yeah, he's got his ways and whatnot. But, look. Bruv, I'm not even trying to hear that anymore, man. I just need my... T- uh, everything, even the structure, I'm not saying bringing a manager is just going to change everything completely. I need We need time, but I'd rather have someone who's experienced, who knows what they're doing, rather than someone like... So- Bruv, Solskjaer's lost, G. He's lost. 
We need a, we need a DOF. We need a new manager. We need to, we just need to restructure the whole of Man United, bruv. Because things are just long. And this is what Chris Carter was saying on the podcast the other week. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I see where he's coming from. I see his frustration. But then at the same time, I like to look at things on the other side of things, on the other side of But Right now, I ain't got time to be looking on the other side, bruv. Yeah, my patience is running thin. Do you get me? So, oh, man, uh, that's how how does United bounce back from this? But this is this this L really hurt me, bruv. I don't even know. I don't even know when the next win is. That's how mad it is. It's it's crazy. So, bruv, hold tight, Arsenal. You man did your thing. You rattled us. I think Arsenal's next game is uh, Leeds in the FA Cup, um, and then they got Palace. Even that, you understand? Like we they beaten United, but they'll end up getting a point. You know, dropping points to Palace or losing, just things like that. It's just really irritating, man. It's ir- the, honestly, the league right now is just lost. It's like no one really wants to top four. Chelsea, there's no one. It's the same thing as what happened last season, towards the end of last season, where, you know, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, United were all going for top four. And every Tom, Dick and Harry was just dropping points. So, bruv, what is... I don't know. I, honestly, it's just it's just um, just really annoying. I believe maybe Arsenal will beat Leeds. They'll beat Leeds, but um, the Palace game, I'm not too sure, bro. United have got Wolves. I don't even know who's got them. I, I, I never come on here and bet against my own team, but I actually don't think I don't see us winning against Wolves. And then we got Norwich at home. Okay, maybe we can beat Norwich. Maybe. You understand what I'm saying? But just just things like that in general, it's just really annoying, bruv. Really, really annoying. And uh, yeah, man, that's why that L really hurt, bruv. And you got these Arsenal fans and they're talking crowd. Fair play, you man did your thing. It is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and, and slate you, man. Cool. We'll see what happens over the next few weeks. Like I said, I'd like to catch you, man, in Europa. And then we can start talking again. But it is what it is. Um... We have to move. United take the L. I take the L. And we move. You know? Shout out to Arsenal. You man did your thing. I'm not going to lie. Fucking that one really hurt. Um, In terms of other teams dropping points, it was Brighton versus Chelsea. Uh, This was 1-1. Uh, obviously, Asper Equator scores the first goal of the year, of the decade as well. So, shout out to him. Um, Yeah, it's... it's bruv. It's a setback for Chelsea. It's a setback for Chelsea. If you saw Brighton's goal, if you haven't checked Brighton's goal, go check Brighton's goal. I'm not even going to bother attempting the Harry Potter name, bruv. Uh, it's a Harry Potter, Jaska, Bashka, Askala, Bam. Man don't know, innit, yeah? But my man scored a really good goal for Brighton. It was a, uh, it was a bicycle kick. And yeah, man, man dropped to his knees. Man, man's celebration is like he's, he's going to cry every time he scores. He did it in his, He did it when he scored his first goal the other week and he did it again. I don't know, but it was a really good goal so I can understand why he's dropping to his, uh, dropping to his knees like that. Um, bruv, another setback for Chelsea. Chelsea must be really scratching their heads, hitting their heads on their table or on the side of their cupboards. We've just beaten Arsenal 2-1. We play Brighton and we drop points and it's a draw. They're not going to be happy. Um, and, and, and Chelsea fans are not happy about that. Um, again, it's all about game management. It's all about how you control the game, how you see your game out, whether you take your opportunities, whether you take your chances. And I kid you not, Lampard's got, he's got to learn, bruv. He's got to learn. I praise him because there's times where he gets it right and there's times where he gets it completely wrong. Do you understand what I'm saying? Um, 
and this one of the this game was 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 you know where he got it like wrong, bruv. Um, they had chances, there, but they never took them. They had chances. Chelsea had chances, but they never ever took them. That was the uh, you know most most frustrating part for for Chelsea. Um, Brighton looked more of a threat after they got that equaliser. Um, they got the equaliser, and it looked like they wanted it more. They wanted to go on and win the game, bruv. Do you understand? And we. This season, we all must know Brighton play good football. They they play with no fear. They go at you. They they try their luck. They try their best, and it is what it is. And that's what they did against uh, Chelsea towards the end of the game after they got their equaliser. Little little bit too late for that, but you know you never know. You you got to try your best. You got to see how things pan out. Chelsea, honestly, this is gonna be kicking themselves, bruv. And but at the same time, they'll be happy because. Man United dropped points. They lost to get against Arsenal. Spurs even dropped points. You know, I'll, I'll get on to Spurs later, but they even dropped points. But I'm looking at that and I'm thinking, bruv, do you know what? Things need to change, you know? Aston Villa are asking Chelsea for a loan move for Mitchy Batchwire. Whether that will happen, I'm not too sure. Uh, the reason why Aston Villa are asking because Wesley, um, it was a horrible challenge. Um, I think it was from Ben Mee, Burnley game. And he's, he's just... Taking out Wesley, I don't know how this wasn't a red. Man didn't even get a booking. Um, but now Wesley's out for the rest of the season. Terrible, terrible challenge. If you saw, if you haven't seen it, go have a look at it. But um, yeah, that's why they're asking for Bitchy Batchwire. If that actually happens, then who did Chelsea go for? Because you know you can't be relying on Tammy Abraham. For me, pers- me personally, you can't rely on Matt, bruv. Like there's there's times where you know you need two or three more goals or whatnot. Like you can't have that pressure on Tammy, bruv. You know, you, Chelsea have had Diego Costa. They have DDA. They had DDA Drogba, bruv. Tammy can't be leading that line alone. He needs a bit of. He needs someone to kick, give him a kick up the backside, and you know let him push to his uh, you know limits in order to find the best out of Tammy Abraham. He can't do it alone, bruv. Let's be real. You know, you got someone like Mitchy Batshuayi, but. You know, Lampard ain't really playing him like that. He ain't saying, like, yeah, I'm going to start him rather than Tammy. No, it's like, I get what Lampard's trying to do, trying to get the best of him, trying to nurture him, look after him, protect him. Oh, Tammy, you're my guy, Red to tell all that crud, what you know, Mourinho used to do to them back in the day when they were at Chelsea. But this is different, bruv. This is a striker. You need someone there that's going to push him. For me, Chelsea need to go into that market and look for a striker. It looks like they're linked with... Um, Dembele, who's currently at Lyon, um, United were interested in him as well. Uh, in over the summer, I don't know why they didn't fruition and didn't go into plan, but that we'll leave that for another day. Um, that will be a great signing for Chelsea if that happens. Um, getting someone like him, he gets goals. Uh, yeah, Dembele gets goals, and um, if you guys haven't seen him, go go check how how uh, he's quite he's quite a deadly striker. Um, quite uh clinical so you know you need someone like him you need someone like uh Dembele um to be challenging Tammy do you understand I can't see Tammy bruv two Tammy only gets the odd one goal like one one yeah I know he got I think did he get a hat trick against Wolves yeah he did but once I don't, you don't never see Tammy with braces or hat tricks you never see that you only see him with one goal on the score sheet you understand what I'm saying so it's it's kind of like bruv we need more do you understand but Chelsea fans might might differ. They might think I'm what I'm saying is wrong. You know, they they want Tammy to be leading the line. That's for you. But I just feel like when shit hits the fan and you're in all other competitions like Champions League, 
FA Cup, you're st- uh, you know, competitions like that, and you've got Premier League. Bro, rotation needs to be happening, you know, and that's what that's, and it's not happening at the moment. I, I don't want to put too much pressure on Tammy, but there is pressure on Tammy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't want to really be out here saying, no, nah, nah, no, I got to be real. I got to be real. And Chelsea really need to focus on that. Obviously, for me, defensively, they might want to invest, um, try to go for a fullback. You know, just I don't think there's a lot, but you know, it's more of Lampard's game management and how he, you know, manages games and sees games out with a one-nil win, or uh, you know, don't make rash decisions, man. You know, the ones there, and and that making sure that Chelsea take their opportunities and score their goals, bro. That's what it is. Because watch that Brighton game; they had chances. Chelsea had chances, and they didn't take it. And when Brighton equalized. It was inevitable, wasn't it? You knew that was going to happen. And Chelsea ended up um, uh, getting a point, which I'm sure they would not be happy about. Um, Chelsea's next game is not in the forest. That's at the bridge. You know these games, FA Cup games, notice. Chelsea always get them home games, third round, and they end up smashing that team, 4-0, 3-0. Uh, the last one was, I think it was a penalty shootout. I can't remember what, I think it was Sheffield Wednesday. I can't even remember. But just them games there, Chelsea, fucking jammy, third round, jammy. You know they're at home, bruv. Fuck, man. Old tight Chelsea, you man are doing your thing, bruv. I don't know how you lot do it, bruv. Every year, like, bro. Oh, I'm tired of you, man. Third round, home, home fixture, home. Ah. And I think the next game uh, next week is Burnley in the Premier League. Burnley have been poor. Burnley have been poor. They're in trouble. I expect Chelsea to beat Burnley. You know, things games like that you expect them to win, but all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Burnley turned into some fucking team, Barca team of uh, of 2009 and end up fucking beating Chelsea at the bridge that's the last thing Chelsea want Chelsea need to end Burnley there and then simple you know because this this football's a brutal game <laughs> it's a brutal game you might not people might not see it like that but hey the roads are cold bro I'm telling you bro and people are on the ropes that's how I see it you know what I mean um Newcastle versus Leicester I'm gonna go back onto the near the top of the league I'm not even gonna talk about top four and that. Three uh, nil, bruv. Perez ends up scoring. Wow, mad, didn't it? Madison with a banger, and even Chowdhury with a banger. You know, um, listen, Leicester, just Leicester. <laughs> Leicester, they finally they bounce back. They're finding their feet again. Uh, Perez is the. I think yeah, Perez is the first player. Former former Newcastle uh, player to score against Newcastle for almost two years since Dan Goslin. Imagine. He played our place for Bournemouth. And that was in what? How long how long ago was that? Hey, Tom, Tom, I need to check the stats. Hold on. Uh bruv, February twenty eighteen, bruv. So that's two almost two years ago, bruv. So it goes to show, <laughs> it goes to show, bruv, old type Perez, man, um, I think he looks more of a better, maybe, maybe he looks more of a better player because he's been allowed to play 
the way he can play at Leicester. Maybe just me, I don't know. Um, Vardy was rested and he didn't even travel with them. So fuck Brendan because that fucked up my FPL. It must have fucked up a lot of people's FPL. People who don't know about FPL, Fantasy Premier League. Um, and you know you play with your friends. You pick your. And I'm not even. But if you want to see, go see, go Google it, man. It is what it is. Man's trying to, man's trying to be teaching FPL. Hey, Banda, listen, FPL is stress. It is what it is, but we move in it. Um, bruv, Leicester's record against uh, against teams from the position of sixth to twenty, uh, in in the current Premier League right now. So people, teams that are positioned from the sixth position all the way to the bottom of the league, uh, if what they've played sixteen games. 14 wins, two draws, no defeats. So they've picked up 44 points out of a possible 48 against teams from sixth to all the way to the bottom of the league. Leicester are running riot against the bottom side of the, of the league. They don't, they don't fear them. They just go, yeah, we're gonna beat them. This and bruv and that's that. This is why Leicester are second. This is why they're second. The only reason why they're not closer to Liverpool is because they can't do it against the bigger sides. This is their problem, yeah? They couldn't do it against Liverpool. They couldn't do it against City. Couldn't do it against United. Frustrating. They got a point with Chelsea at the bridge. Frustrating. You know, that's that's what you call frustration. Leicester need to start doing it against these teams in order to call themselves real title challengers. You know what I'm saying? And this is their problem, bruv. This is this is Leicester's problem, and it's something that they need to need to focus and work out on. Brendan's doing a fantastic job, and if he, if they carry on like this, Champions League is inevitable for uh for Leicester. Um, I just feel like the way they're playing, the way they're going, smooth sailing, they're doing their thing. Hold tight, Madison. Though, if you haven't seen his goal, go see his goal, Madison. I was like, raw what is that you? Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing with that goal. Top bins, take it as you like, bruv. You know? So, and even Chowdhury's goal. That's his first goal with the, in the Premier League. First goal, I think. Yeah, first goal in the Premier League for him. And boy, did he love it. He smashed it. Newcastle were dead and buried, bruv. Dead and buried. Um, they had their little uh, run of form. They need to start picking up uh, Newcastle. Feel, feel a bit for them. I still feel like Bruce has done the best he can with Newcastle, but might be a little bit in trouble as they've been losing games as of late. Uh, Leicester's next game in the FA Cup is against Wigan. I expect Leicester to win, bruv. I expect Leicester to win. I expect Leicester to win. Simple. Simple, simple as. That's, that's what I expect. And, you know, they're not going to look back. Leicester, come on, bruv. Leicester, Leicester right now are on a charge at the moment. And their next game in the Premier League is Southampton. And it's, it's at the King Power Stadium. I know Southampton have picked up a bit of form, but, you know, bruv, nothing more, nothing less. Hold tight, Leicester. They're doing their thing. You cannot complain with them. Um, And, you know, teams like Leicester, a team like Leicester, you expect someone like Spurs, how you expect Spurs to be doing what Leicester's doing. <clears throat> no way, bruv. No way. I know they appointed Mourinho, but Mourinho's going to want peas, and Mourinho's going to want players of his own. Yeah? And this is where we lead to Spurs. Southampton versus Spurs. Southampton 1, Tottenham Hotspurs nil. 
This was at St. Mary's. Bro, I know Mourinho is livid. Man has to be calm at the moment because he only just got the job. Things are different now, Mourinho. Hey, the things are different. Bruv, most points over the last two weeks in this festive period, yeah? Three wins and a draw. Southampton and Watford. Bro, they're picking up points. That's 10 points. Can you imagine? Southampton, who uh, we looked at them, were dead and buried. Back back then when they lost 9-0 to Leicester. Look at them now, beating Spurs 1-0. Ha, Spurs. Hey, you man. Bruv, it's mad because since since Jose's appointment, yeah, Spurs have conceded the most goals in all competitions, bruv. 18 goals conceded. And behind them is Arsenal and Villa with 17 goals conceded. Do you understand? Arsenal, I can understand. They've had, it's been fluctuating for them, you know. They've had three managers in one season, yeah. Villa, a side, you know, who are going to be battling, you understand. Spurs, yo, Spurs, Vertonghen and, and Alderville, Spurs, you men are not the same defensively. Uh, 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 you got Aurier as a fullback. Spurs, Spurs, yo. Ah, if we start, to, if I speak ill about Spurs now, it'll be like I hate them. I don't hate Spurs. I just say what I see. You know, Kane ended up pulling up. Hey, fuck! Kane pulled up. When Kane pulled up, I went, "Hmm, Mourinho is going to feel it." Hey, bro, no smoke. Spurs don't want to. R.I.P. Toby, because what Ings did to him on that pitch here yeah, was absolutely rude. The flick over the head, Donny tried to get back up. He went back down, he said, it's done. <laughs> Toby said, it's over. And boy, was it over when Ings scored. Ings has now got 13 league goals, bruv. Danny fucking Ings, bruv. And the problem here is, yeah, a lot of people didn't rate him when he was at Liverpool. The thing is, I, number one, I think it was the wrong timing. Number two, you need to understand the, ca- the calibre of players that were around Ings at the time. Um, when, at the time of uh, when he was at Liverpool, you put you put Ings in, in this Liverpool side now. Ings is getting goals. Let's not lie. Ings is getting goals. Ings is a finisher. He gets goals. He did it at Burnley. It was proven at Burnley. It was just so unfortunate. It was so unfortunate for for Liverpool at the time. And trust me, if Liverpool were to go in for him, bro, mad, mad. He's doing the thing at Southampton. Let him do things at Southampton. Danny Ings, 13 league goals. Danny Ings, a struggling Southampton. A struggling Southampton. We got to give where credit, uh, give praise where praise is due. This guy, phenomenal, phenomenal at this season, and he's one of them. He's one of them players that will go under the radar because. You know, you got other big stars, other big players around in the Premier League. But we have to give a round of applause for him, you know? Whoever expected Danny Ings to get 13 league goals? And we're, we're, we've, just got, we've just gone over past halfway this season. So God knows how many goals he can bag up for Southampton. Mad. Donny's going to try, you know, uh, what? He's, he's, he's on a roll at the moment, bruv. So, listen, fair play to Danny Ings. Spurs, you man have got things to do. There's no one really even trying to create. You just it's just honestly, it's just a bit stagnant for Spurs at the moment. It's stagnant. And I'm looking at them and I'm thinking, bruv, what is wrong with Spurs? I should I'm I'm not laughing I'm not laughing at them. I'm not I'm not saying that, you know, 
Spurs are are, are no, actually, fuck it. I'm laughing. I'm laughing at Spurs. I'm, I'm laughing at Spurs because it's it's not good, bruv. It's not good where where um where you man are, are at at the moment. And the maddest thing next week, you've got Liverpool, bruv. You've got Liverpool. I know it's at your ground. It's at um Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Big man thing. Why is it called the Tottenham? How can you man call it the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, bruv? Just, you should have just le- left it at White Hart Lane, bruv. It's a Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The other day, uh, one Spurs fan was talking to me. He was like, yeah, it's not the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. It's the Nike Stadium. Bro, brother, <laughs> that even sounds even more moist. I said Nike Stadium. <laughs> Donny, Donny said to me, yeah, it's not Tottenham Hotspur. It's, it's Nike Stadium. All right, then. What do you want me to do if it's Nike Stadium? What, you want me to cry? Fucking hell, blood. The way you were saying it with chest. I was looking at him. I'm thinking, bro, this guy, something wrong with him. Anyways, hold tight you, man, innit, yeah? Spurs, they've got uh, Biddlesbury and FA Cup away. You expect Spurs to win, right? Of course. <laughs> we will see about that one. I don't know about I don't know about you, but, you know, right now, Spurs, they just look kind of edgy to me at the moment. For me, Mourinho should focus on a FA Cup run this season try to get Spurs a trophy or whatnot. If, if he does that if Mourinho does that oh come see the way Mourinho will lap that up he will lap it up he will lap it up and call himself the greatest Spurs manager in history that's what Mourinho will do if Spurs win FA Cup just maybe they can turn turn the corner around if he can't even win a trophy with Spurs Spurs are doomed Sorry to say. So even you getting the best manager who wins trophies upon trophies and he still can't win a trophy for Spurs, it's over. <laughs> it's over. But enough about Spurs. I'm not really going to talk about you, man. You might have got your problems. I feel like you guys might need to invest in January, um, maybe defensively uh, in terms of fullbacks or or even another... Uh, I don't think you need midfield. You don't need midfielders like that. I don't think so. Um, do you get another striker? I don't know because Kane's now injured, and this is what happens. You, what you're gonna play more as a, a, a false nine? What what is Spurs gonna do, bro? Get a striker, get someone that can come in and you know take the pressure off Kane. Car boy, it's long. Mourinho scratching his head, bro. Hey, he, he must have thought it was gonna be an easy ride, you know. Hey, brother, you better take that easy. Do you get me? Be easy with that. Ah, oh, Spurs is slightly long from it's slightly, slightly long. Uh, Man City versus Everton, Man City 2, Everton, Everton 1. Um, normal procedure for Man City, man. Um, Jesus on the score sheet scoring twice, and Richarlison scoring the other for Everton. Jesus has now scored in five successive Premier League, um, games uh, against Everton. The only two to do that was Ian Wright. And Les Ferdinand, which was back back in the day. Guys, if you don't know about... I'm sure you know about Ian Wright. Arsenal fans will know about Ian Wright. Les Ferdinand, for those who don't know, used to play for QPR, Newcastle. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, really, really good player. Um, you know, I have to, I've got to educate some people. Some people might not know about them, man. You know, some people might have just started watching football in the, in, uh, in the decade of the 2010s and whatnot, you understand? So... Bruv, it happens, man. I've got I've got to put it out there. Um, yeah, man, Jesus, he loves Everton, bruv. He loves scoring against them. Um I, I guess I guess what I can say is that City are just hoping to um put, you know, make sure put you know, they just 
putting the pressure, a little bit of pressure on Liverpool, but that pressure is tiny pressure, bruv, because Liverpool are not even looking at City anymore. You know them ones there, like last season, it was, ooh, they were battling, but this one, no, 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 no. They're not even, they're just keeping their hopes in place, in it? Because if they can drop, if Liverpool can drop point, hmm, maybe, just maybe, you know, but it's more or less done, man. And I know my boy, my boy keeps saying, nah, it's not done till it's over. You know, what happened with Newcastle back in the day? You know, Man United turned it around. I, I, I get it, I get it. I, I honestly understand what you're saying. Even last season when Liverpool were seven points clear, you know, it was it was, it was was crazy, innit? And then the Man City ended up turning it around. The thing I will say, this is, bruv, 14, clear from City. They're, they're done and dusted. City are focusing. They now, I think City's focus can now be on Champions League because they know they can't get the Premier League. Um, whether it can happen, I don't know. I can't see. I think, yeah, Man City got Real Madrid in, in, the, in, in, in the Champions League in the next round, round of 16. And I just feel like maybe it might be a little bit too much for them. I know, I know you look at City and you go, no, City can beat Real Madrid. But, you know, Real Madrid... Champions League, different, different gravy, bruv. I know they ain't really been saying much as of late, as of late. I know they ain't got no more Ronaldo and whatnot, but I don't know what it is with Champions League and Zidane and Real Madrid, but boy, Pep got to do something special there, innit? That's all I can say. I won't talk too much about that. Um, but I think that's what Man City should do. They should focus on the Champions League. It's possible. They can beat Real Madrid. I'm not saying they can't beat Real Madrid. They can beat Real Madrid. But the problem here is that... Like, my, my problem is, is Zidane, Real Madrid and Champions League. That free combo is a deadly combo. Do you get me? And we all know what what what, uh, what they can do with that. So, fair play to um, Real Madrid. I'd like to see how Man City get on with that um, in that round. Uh, Bruv, Ancelotti might want to bring a few players in January. Um, might want to add his old spaz to the Everton side. Uh, whether Everton will back him. I'm sure Everton will back him. I mean, Everton are not going to pay Ancelotti money like that and not back a manager of his calibre, his quality. They must have promised him, look, we're going to back you probably in January and heavy in uh, in the summer as well. So it's just how, how they go about it and how they you know, um, see it out. Um, I think Ancelotti will, I, I, I think you have to give it time. Yeah, I, you have to give it time for Everton. Um, I don't know what their ambition is. I don't know whether they go on a cup run, whether they try to push out and, you know, break into the top four. I mean, with, with a manager of Ancelotti's calibre, it's possible if he gets the right players in, finds the right balance. It is possible, but it's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight where this thing is going to, yeah, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to do... No, no, Everton fans really need to be patient with how uh, Ancelotti does this thing. Um, it's not Roberto Martinez. Roberto Martinez was, was, was doing well at the time. They had to get rid of him. Um, this ain't... Marco Silva, getting Marco Silva, I don't think... I don't even think that was the right move. Yeah, he he was out of his depth. And then Duncan Ferguson must have thought, yeah, he was going to get the job. Brother, you stay where you are. You're now in the backseat. I see man holding the, uh, you know, <clears throat> the notes and whatnot. I'm thinking, yeah, you stay at the back, man, because, boy, you would hey, be roughing up, roughing up a few feathers in the locker room, bruv. You know, but let's see what Ancelotti does, um, how it goes and how it pans out. 
uh, I do think it would, like I said, it will take time. Um, it's it's going to take time for Everton. It's going to take time for Spurs. I think them two need to, I'm not disrespecting Spurs, but it, it could be a thing of Spurs need to watch out because if Everton now start doing better than Spurs, hey, it's going to be a, a sticky one. It's mad because the Premier League is now blessed with a few managers, man. Pep, Klopp, Ancelotti, Jose, um, bruv, there's, yeah, man, the Premier League's blessed. It's completely blessed. And, um, yeah, this is going to be fun. Next season should be fun because this season is more or less a write-off. Liverpool have done their thing in it. And, you know, now that we're on that level, we have to speak about Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool, the last game, they played uh, yesterday uh, against Sheffield United. Liverpool 2, Sheffield United nil. Salah and Manning on the score sheet. Bruv, Liverpool are now 365 days unbeaten in the Premier League, 37 games unbeaten. Are you dumb? And they're looking to extend that, bruv. You know, it's, it was a normal Liverpool performance. Sheffield United tried, but they just couldn't keep up to Liverpool's um, pace and, and quality and and standards. You understand? Um, and and I feel so. I feel for them, but you know, Liverpool are no joke, especially at Anfield. It's a fortress out there, bruv. You know. Longest unbeaten run at home in Europe with 51 games at Anfield. Unbeaten, yeah? Next is Juve with 29. Look at the gap, blood. Look at the gap. Barca with 21 and Lille with 14. That's in Europe's top five leagues, you know. That is Liverpool. Liverpool has... Klopp has made Anfield a place where you... When you go there, you know. Ah, just hope for a point. That's because that's how that's how it used to be at Old Trafford. Uh, just hope, just hope for a point. That's it. Yeah, just a point. Let's see what we can do. Teams used to go. I remember teams used to go OT and they'll know they'll be looking at the players. It's over. It's done. It's over. Yeah, we've lost. And that's what is that's what it's like at Liverpool at the moment, man. So I'm not even gonna be stunting and whatnot. I gotta give credit where credit is due in it. And Klopp's done a fantastic job at Liverpool at the moment, man. Um. Salah on the score sheet. Salah in his 150th appearance in the Premier League scores his 87th goal. Um, most of them goals are left footed. He loves his left foot. And I'll tell you how much he loves his left foot. Yeah, hear me out. So since what? Uh, twenty August 2017, Salah has now scored 50 goals with his left foot. You know who's after him? Mares with 19. Look at the gap. <laughs> I know Mares. Mares does get goals, but look at the gap. Yeah. Then Sane with 18 and Vardy with 16. Salah loves his left foot. His left foot is his pride. Yeah. But you know, as of late, he's been finding he's, he's been finding form with his right foot as well. Don't get it twisted. Do you not get it twisted? But yo, big up Salah, man. He just um again a lot of people criticize him. He's just doing it for himself. It's about the numbers he gets and whatnot, bruv, of course he's going to care about the numbers he gets. Not, it's not to say he don't care about Liverpool. He cares about Liverpool. He wants Liverpool to win the league. You understand? But he also cares about his personal 
accomplishments as well. As a footballer, you got to look at that sometimes, bruv. You understand? You want to see how well you can do, how well you can exceed, how well you can, you know, progress. And that's what and that's what Salah's doing, bruv. I'm not going to hate on a guy and say, nah, you can't be doing that, bruv. Accomplishments are there to be broken. He wants to accomplish something, then so be it. You know, fans need to come off my man, you know, give just give him the praise. He's doing what he's doing. And this is not even Salah's best season, but somehow... You know, some people wanted to call him a one-season wonder. Loads of fans were calling him a one-season wonder. Ain't no one-season wonder now, innit? Can't see where you, man, are at, bruv. Salah's looking down upon you, man, and thinking, rah, you, man, were calling me a one-season wonder. Hold tight, you, man. Bruv, I'm hearing helicopters. Right, is there a chase? I think there's a... Ch- bruv, you know what? I'm not even going to concentrate too much on that, yeah? But, um... When you hear helicopters, you know it's a bit peak. But, uh, yeah, bruv, listen, whole tax seller uh, doing his thing. Even Manny as well, bruv. Manny is getting his goals. I mean, since making his English career debut uh, in all competitions, Manny's got 99 goals in 226 appearance. Bro, Manny scores goals. And Manny just keeps improving and improving and improving. Since Liverpool have signed him in 2016, he has not lost a game at Anfield. Mothers. That's him, though. That's not to say that Liverpool lost it. But I'm just saying he has not lost a game since every game he plays at Anfield, he has not lost. Mane loves Anfield. Anfield loves Mane. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? So we cannot be out here, you know, talking crud about Liverpool at the moment. They are just playing and they're playing well. They're playing their football well. They're on this charge. Um, it's gonna hurt when they lift their 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 19th league title, but what I will say is that you know they're on a run at the moment. They're doing their thing, and you know you gotta give credit where credit is due, especially to Klopp, man. Um, proper coach. That's a proper coach who nurtures players and says, look, I want you to you know do this and I want you to do that. Makes them feel special. Makes them feel at home, at heart. And you know, fair, fair, I, I gotta respect it, brother. I, I respect, um, I respect what he's doing. I respect how he's handling his players, and it just goes to show where Liverpool are at the moment in it with with with, with Klopp. So, bruv, it's um, it's quite. It's quite a, it's a humbling experience. I mean, I've seen my club, you know, now I know how it feels when, you know, most of my Liverpool friends are looking at me and they see me celebrate. I mean, I go to, uh, I look at the fixture list, I'll be like, yeah, we'll win this, win that, win that, we'll win that. Yeah, we can win that. Obviously, I couldn't do it. I can't do it now because it's a bit peak, but they can do that. They can see where they're going to win, you know. Um, I used to look at every season and, um, know that my team will be challenging for the league but now I'm in a dark place <laughs> I'm in a dark place my club's in a dark place and I've got to be real man I've got to I've got to be fucking real <laughs> oh shit man shit is this is this is this what my club has come to you know I'm sorry I'm just venting but I'm just I'm just venting is this what my club has come to United, please don't break my heart, man. My achy, breaky heart. Don't break it. All type Billy Ray Cyrus. Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, that's his name, innit? Fucking. Ah, man. So far, you know, the Premier League's been fantastic. Well, ain't been fucking fantastic, has it? Yeah, Liverpool are fucking gone on a march. They're going to win the league. 
you know, everyone's been pony shit. Like, oh man. Oh, halfway through the season. What have what have we learned halfway through the season? Now, defensively, there haven't really been anyone that's been shining defensively, in my opinion. I don't really think so. Off the top of my head, obviously Van Dyke's the man. Um you know, even Liverpool, even that, you know, there's a stat, Liverpool have now kept five clean sheets in a row. And the last time they did that was under Benitez, bruv. So, again, just things like that. So, defensively, they're doing well. You know, at the beginning, they were just conceding left, right, centre. Now, man, they've tightened up, bruv. They've tightened up. Um, and I think there's a partnership between Gomez and Van Dijk. And that's uh, blossoming again. Uh, hopefully, for Liverpool's sake, Gomez keeps fit. Um my boy asked me, I said, I said the league done. My boy asked me, if take Van Dijk out, are Liverpool still going to win the league? Uh, for me, yeah, because you're scoring goals. You might leak, but you score. You score. You score. It's 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 so far gone. Like Some people are just looking at it and thinking, bro, it's it's long. You know, if you take him out now, it's, it's long, bro. It's long. It's done. It's about management, game management and whatnot. Klopp's got it, bro. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it. He's got it sussed. He's got it sussed. But, you know, halfway through the season, like I said, Van Dyke's the main man in it. You know, Van, Van Dyke's Van Dyke in it. It's just one of them things, and he's a standout player. But I feel like the fullbacks are taking the glory this season in terms of in terms of defense. I think Trent and uh, Robertson, especially Trent. Uh, as an attacking fullback, is something else, man. The way he just whips balls in, provides assists. Uh, you know, he's just he's just a very intelligent player when it comes to, uh, you know, he's got eye of a pass. You need to understand Trent wasn't a fullback. Uh, Trent was a midfielder up in the up and coming ranks. So you can understand uh, he's got eye for a pass, eye for goal. He, yeah, he's 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 a talented motherfucker, man. Um, you know, one thing he did say was it is the post. Post uh, post match uh, a post match um, interview when they're asking him like you know questions and he was like you know yeah we're just doing what we got to do you know no one wants to ever grow up to be uh, a fullback or, or like a Gary Neville like they say and I was just laughing I'm thinking rah it's mad you got to drop that in he just goes to show bruv no matter what the rivalry with Man United and, and Liverpool will always be there innit? do you understand what I'm saying but it is where it is um. Yeah, man, a big up Trent, bruv. Uh, he's doing his thing, bruv. And he is a player with a bright future. I mean, you got to understand that Donny's still young and he's going to be breaking records, man. That's Trent for you. He's, he's going to be breaking records. Um, So fair play to Trent. Even Robertson. Robertson, I remember uh, when Liverpool got him for £8 million, Um, you know, certain people were questioning him. Yeah, they're questioning him. Saying it now, saying it live on there, and um, you know, it turns out to be a fucking bargain and a half. Yeah, eight million. Yeah, bargain and a half from Hull City, and you know, you don't know about these players, but eventually, when they progress and you got them gems, it is what it is, and that's what's happened, man. And fair play, and Klopp's done this thing of just nurturing his players and making sure his players are, you know, well looked after. Are promise things and making them making them know that yeah you are the best i can tell you you know as a i'm sure there's former players from the past that say yeah i'd want to work with under klopp yeah 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 he's just he's a great coach man um even even in terms of fullback i know people will get you know say say what they want to say but wan defensively yeah uh 
unbelievable. Um, I think that signing for Man United is probably their best signing this season, and it will it will it will go on to be one of their best signings in a very long time. So we will look back and you think, yeah, I'm happy we got him because Wan Bissaka, yeah, he's he's a beast, and you know. Arsenal fans are going to come and they'll be listening they'll be laughing thinking yeah we tore him apart but you had to double up on my man you know Aubameyang weren't going to take my man on one on one no bloody way yeah Kai knew it was going to be long but if I double up I know I can get past and that's what happened one Basaka this season stuck. Well, you know there's going to be a, there's going to be a day where you're going to be interviewed when you interview players and they got and they asked players like so who was the toughest opponent like you you couldn't get past and a m- majority of the time players like Sterling, players like Zaha yeah they're gonna say yeah yeah Wan Bissaka yeah Aaron Aaron I couldn't get past Aaron no way I couldn't get past Aaron not at all yeah and that and that and that's and that's just it you know that's just it he's doing things so well defensively he's not the best going forward but defensively you got to understand when he's at Palace what, when when could he go forward he's at Palace he's at a defending side they don't really say oh yeah fullbacks go bomb forward and whip balls no you know it's, that's going to take time it's only now where he's getting out of that habit of you know just staying just being a defense uh, being so defensive like the other day he actually got an assist when he whipped a ball in against uh against Newcastle and Rashford was on the end of it so that that alone it's it's about progression it's about progression you know just in terms in in terms in in that aspect alone um but yeah shout out to them man that are doing their thing defensively i don't i can't see anyone else who's been like mad defensively it's just one of them things um yeah no not not off the, not off the top of my head not off the top of my head no no not at all um if we're moving on to the midfield um shout out to kdb man because for me he probably he'll probably end up winning like player of the season or something the guys are honestly incredible um he's come back with a vengeance and i said it when I was first doing, uh, when I first started beats corner at, at the beginning of the season, I said I said the Bruyne will come back with a, ven- a vengeance, um, knowing that he was out for a while last season and whatnot. He's gonna come back with a vengeance, and that's what he's he's, he's done at the moment. I know he's not gonna be happy with where his clubs at at the moment, how they're doing and whatnot. But you know, trust me when I say he is on a mission at the moment, bruv, and he's not looking back. His goals and assists is ridiculous. The point is ridiculous, bruv. And the season he's having, he's going to be in contender for a player, player of the season. Um, for, uh, players like, I know he's been out injured, but players like Fabinho as well in midfield who breaks up play and whatnot, a very fundamental part in Liverpool's play, uh, in midfield. Um have they missed him have they not you don't notice because Liverpool are doing well however when he comes in he's just going to bolster their, their team bolster their morale and bolster their side that's how that's how mad of a player um, Fabinho is and, and that's what he's doing just he is just honestly ridiculous even players like Henderson them and I just Henderson I used to bruv back in the day I used to be like bruv Henderson is not a, he's not a good player what not and look Klopp's come in and turned him to some fucking player that you can't even drop, like Henderson, you can't, you cannot drop Henderson. You understand? It just goes to show what the coach can do and that's what Klopp's done. Again, praises have to go to Klopp. Klopp's probably going to win manager of the season at this rate. It is where it is. But, um, you know, what can you say? 
Um, but for me, KDB in midfield, absolutely incredible. Um, doing incredible things. It's KDB. What do you expect, bruv? You know, um, what a player. Um, you run out of superlatives for him. He's just, he just goes on and he goes on. And he don't stop. So, fair play to my man. Um, even in midfield, when you're talking about midfielders, in tens and whatnot, you've got, we've got uh, four English players who are coming up the ranks, not even coming up the ranks. I say coming up the ranks because they're young, but they're doing their thing in the Premier League. You know, Jack Grealish, Mason Mount, and Madison, bruv. And these lot are just, it's, do you know what it's like, yeah? The way, you know, back in the day, we had Gerard Scholes and Lampard, innit? Like, these lot, that's what these lot are trying to do at the moment. Maybe they call each other up and they say, oh, like, who's doing well, who's doing well? It's a bit of friendly competition at the moment, bruv. Grealish is doing his thing. Bruv, Aston Villa are in a, in, a, in a dire situation, but he's stepping up to the plate, making sure his team's doing his t- uh, their thing. Do you understand? He's come back to the Premier League and he's become a top. He's he's, he's becoming one of the one of the players that you go raw like. You know what, Grealish? Yeah, cool. Because right now, I'd take him. I'd even take him. I'd even take Grealish. That's how mad it is. Um, Mount's doing his thing. Obviously, he's obviously he's having a patch. But you know what Mount can do? He's having. He's he can he can produce. Mount can produce. So it is what it is. You understand? Madison, on the other hand, he is different gravy. See that 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 one there. Hmm. You give me Madison and I'll take him. I'll snap him up. But it just goes to show what these midfielders are doing at the moment. And it's, I'm sure they're having a friendly competition, friendly uh, conversation with each other. Like, yeah, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. You know, it's about spurring each other on, isn't it? It's about pushing yourself to the limit. Even I've got ad players like Todd Cantwell, bruv. He's getting a few goals. He's chipping in and whatnot. Didn't understand his post the other day talking about no one expected him to have the number 14 shirt at Norwich. I don't know who was at Norwich that said he can't have the number 14 shirt, but like you can stay there and take it, whatever. I don't know what's going on over there. But he's doing his thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, you know, it's 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 quite of a blessing for England and number 10s because in that position, they're blessed with that, man. And... You know, Southgate's got to start thinking and scratching his head raw. Like, I've got I've got options here. <laughs> you know, I've got options here. But, you know, fair play, bruv. And this is what you like. You like to see the competition the uh, in that in that position as well. So, shout out to... Um, shout out to the 10. Shout out to the, you know, players that are doing their thing. If you're talking about young player of the year, it's probably going to end up going to, you know, probably like a Madison or something. At, 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 at this rate, he's, he's doing bits. You know, Grealish is doing bits at the moment, but, you know, it's, it's probably going to go to one of them. Um, even Rashford will be up there as well. If we're talking about forwards, Rashford will be up there with with, with the contribution and goals he's been he's been uh, uh, putting in for Man, for Man United. Uh, Rashford's the go-to guy at Man United at the moment, man, and he's the guy that's literally carrying us. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah, Rashford is doing his thing, um, and it just goes to show how how far he's come. Um, he'll get more goals. Uh, unfortunately, he couldn't get a goal at Arsenal, but he'll get more goals. Um, but yeah, he'll be up. He, I'm sure he'll be up for an award alongside with Vardy as well, who's been on a roll. Um, he's had a two-week break, but when he comes back, I'm sure he'll be on that score sheet uh, regardless. Um, and Mane as a forward. I think Mane is a real, real contender for this. Um, With the season he's having, if you're talking about player of the season, it's probably going to be between Mane and De Bruyne. Uh, Mane, yeah, outstanding. 
Um, the goals he's contributed at Liverpool, especially at Anfield, ridiculous. The guy is just a fundamental uh, player for Liverpool at the moment. And it just goes to show, stats don't lie. Uh, if you watch the game, you can see that this guy is absolutely something else. And he just keeps going and going and going. And this is where Liverpool's at at the moment. Their players are not resting. They're not looking back. They're just looking upwards and onwards. And this is why they're going to end up winning the league. I'm not trying to jinx it for them. It's just something that I've I've come to terms to accept. Because if I don't accept it now, it's going to be really painful for me at the end of the season. It's really going to be painful for me at the end of the season anyway. Because I've got a deal with all the Liverpool fans that, are really cl- that I'm really close to. So I've got to take that L and move on and just hope for the best. And hope that they never win the league again after this time and hopefully it'll be another 30 or 40 odd years that's what i'm praying for that's what i prayed for in my new year's prayer and you know we move um shout out to everyone <laughs> above uh, listen it's, it's a bit of banter this is this is this is football man if you don't add banter if you don't add the way you know how things are going it's just gonna be a bit dead bruv you gotta be real um yeah, you, you just got, you just got to be real about the situation, bro. I'm not happy. I'm not. I'm. I don't. Man said I want uh, Liverpool to be. Are you dumb? I'm a Man United fan. You want me to be winning? Uh, Liverpool to be winning? Fuck off. Um, but in other games, bruv, this week, Burnley lost against Aston Villa. That was 2-1. Um, that's where Wesley picked up that in- injury, terrible injury. But and that's where Grealish scored that banging goal. Um, again. You know, I can't really be covering everyone, but I've got to at least go through some of the uh, some of the scores uh, and some of the teams that played. Watford versus Wolves. I was a bit sh- shocked about this. Watford two, Wolves one. Um, again, Watford are picking up points, man, and uh, you know, with uh, Parsons taking the lead and whatnot. Yeah, cool, man. You know, he's doing he's doing his thing there. Um, let's see how it actually you know carries on. Norwich and Palace. That was a draw, 1-1. Actually, for the first time, a goal... I don't know for the first time, but it's been a while. A goal was overturned. Um, Palace scored. They said it was offside, but VAR said, no, it's a goal. You don't see anyone complaining about that one, though, do you? <laughs> no one's complaining about that one because the decision was overturned in order to give the opposition the goal, you know? But... Again, it just goes to show, VAR's great, but it's the people that are officiating. It happens, bruv. This is the thing. And um, West Ham beat Bournemouth 4-0. Bournemouth usually go there and get goals at London Stadium. David Moyes is now the West Ham manager. Bro. 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 And, um... Yeah, man, it was. It's a good win. It's a good first win for Moyes. He's going to be happy about that. Um... What happens next for West Ham? I'm not too sure. They're in and around the relegation place. The next game is Sheffield United. That's going to be a tough one. But we'll see what happens with... Um, that's in the Premier League, by the way. But we'll see what happens in, in, in that sense. Um, but yeah, uh, we just got to see what happens uh, with the other sides. FA Cup this week. I kid you not. You guys, make sure if you... Have a cheeky bet, man. I remember I had a cheeky bet back in the day. I had 50p in the William Hill account. I thought, yeah, I'm going to put it down. Six teams won me back, what, 100 and something pounds over a 50p bet. Man's not a betting man, but, you know, sometimes you got to try your luck. So, guys, FA Cup, anything can happen. It's the magic of FA Cup. Go put a cheeky bet down or whatnot. If you're not a betting man, just enjoy the game. Just enjoy the game. See how it goes. Um, but, yeah, bruv. 
listen, this is a New Year's special, man. And um, I had to come out here and, you know, discuss what's been happening. You know, a few teams underachieving, overachieving. You know, Liverpool, they're not overachieving. Oh, Liverpool just doing Liverpool. I think Leicester have overachieved in a way. Um, Never really saw them coming. But, you know, with their manager, I guess anything was possible. Man City... In a way, you can say they're underachieving. They're not really doing what they Man City usually do. Yeah, they put teams away, but at the same time, they can't be dropping points like that. Man City have lost five, bruv. They've lost five already. And I've always said, the min, like, in order to win the league, maximum you can lose is five. And maximum you can draw is five, bruv. <laughs> and they've lost five, but they've drawn two. You understand? Liverpool have drawn one lost none so you can and look at it look at the time we're in in the season you can see already this is how the season is going at the moment you know um chelsea they're just there they're they're there in a way like they're not underachieving they're not overachieving they're doing what chelsea are doing and uh i think maybe i think maybe lampard's overachieving and as for him but i don't think if Chelsea overall are, are, are overachieving or underachieving. I think Chelsea are Chelsea and they are where they are, considering considering their transfer ban as well, which has been lifted, by the way, so they can buy. Uh, United, fifth, above, underachieving, man. I just feel like we need to wake up and sort something out. I mean, our, our form hasn't been the best. Last five games, we picked up six points in the league it's not good not six seven points I should say in the league it's not good at all man um, yeah things need to change Spurs on the other hand it's the same as well they picked up seven points in in their last five games it's not good so things need to change um, I think Wolves and Sheffield United are the ones that have been overachieving and they're doing their thing um, so you got to give credit where credit is due especially Sheffield United man I just feel like yeah I, you men are overachieving maybe it might be a time where you start dropping dipping off. I mean, they've lost it. They lost the City and Liverpool back to back. But what do you expect? They've got West Ham. They can probably bounce back from that. Uh, Palace. Palace or Palace. Arsenal are the ones that are underachieving. They really need to f- find a few wins in order to do what they got to do. I mean, they've drawn nine, but they've won six and lost six. So you can you can you can see why they're uh, underachieving. Everton are trying to climb back up at the table slowly but surely. But that loss with uh, Liverpool, I man said Liverpool, Man City, should I say, was kind of a was kind of a <clears throat> kind of a bummer. But from eleven from from twelfth down to the bottom, everyone needs to wake up and smell the coffee. Especially West Ham. West Ham obviously changed their manager. They really need to bounce back. I think Bournemouth are underachieving. Big time. You don't really see Bournemouth here at this time, but they're now in the relegation zone, so it's kind of peak for them at the moment. Um, it's it's going to be a bit of a scrap. It's going to be a big scrap between the relegation, but we'll see. Um, I think I think Brighton, teams like Brighton, Newcastle, they'll be okay, but you know it's going to be kind of a sticky one. You know what? I'm not even going to write anything out because it's still tight. It's <laughs> it's still tight. Everyone's everyone's been piss poor, but it's still tight. But Bro, we'll have to wait and see, man. Halfway, we're more than halfway of the season, and uh, you know there's gonna be it's gonna be a roller coaster. I already knew my 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 season with Man United was gonna be a roller coaster, and I've accepted it. It's just one of them things, and I'm not gonna be hiding 
hiding from that fact at all. But it is what it is. Um, listen, shout out to everyone that have been tuning in and listening. I hope you've enjoyed this special. I've gone into a little bit of depth with teams and and our teams are performing, uh, to our players have been performing and whatnot, who's been achieving and underachieving. Um, you know, I'm going to have a few guests. I'm going to have more guests this year. This year, I'm going to be trying to be as consistent as fuck. Um, make sure we put Pete's Corner on another level. Um, it is what it is. We've just got to push on, man. And I just hope that you guys carry on listening and enjoying uh, Beats Corner week in week out if you've got any ideas if you've got anything you want me to speak about shout me man i'm, I'm at on twitter at beaks underscore corner on instagram give me a little dm uh, at beaks corner let me know what you're saying man um you know we're all human we've got to learn from one another and we've got to take it easy brother i hope 2020 is gonna be a massive year for all of us all you listeners as well um hopefully we have a smooth sailing year hopefully this year is ends up being really good for each and every one of us um yeah man i hope you've enjoyed this episode man it's been a really good episode i hope so um but yeah i just thought i'd do a special one new year special gone over about an hour or whatnot but it is what it is it's 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 the love i have for the game and i love you know speaking and letting you guys listen so get let me i want to hear your opinion man i want to hear all your opinion i don't even know what i'm going to title this maybe a new year special but united had to take that l maybe but who's we'll see we will see um but guys listen it's your boy Beaks, and you know the routine. Um, yeah, Apple Podcast, Spotify, all of that. Um, even Anchor. If you man go on Anchor, listen to that as well. It's on there as well. So um, yeah, it's your boy Beaks, and I'm signing out. Peace. <laughs>